Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. So after 10 years of podcasting and 12 years of being an entrepreneur, I can definitely say I've never had a year like this one, that's for sure, and I'm sure the same can be said for you as well. For the next half hour, I would just love to have a chat, you and me. Haven't had a solo episode like this in a while, and now that we're closing in on the end of the year, it's always important to reflect on the year. I do this every year, in fact. However, this year is, of course, a little bit different, and I wanted to reflect on the things that have happened, the pivots that have had to be made, and the lessons learned so that we can move forward together into 2021, arm in arm, with support and togetherness and community. So, I'm gonna cover five different aspects of 2020 and decisions that were made and how they might affect the future. And I would love for you to spend some time, even like 10, 15 minutes after this episode is over, just kind of reflecting on your year as well. And of course, things didn't go according to plan for any of us, but as always, like in Back to the Future, we can't change the past, but what we do now changes our future. And so stick around because I'm gonna cover five things that have happened and reflections on those things and we're gonna go forward together from there. So welcome to the show, thanks so much. Here we go. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his favorite way to drink tea is with milk and boba in it, Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to session 453 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. It's just you and me today. I'm really happy because we get to sit down, have a chat, whether you're sitting fireside by the family or with the family around you and or driving or with the dog outside. Hopefully, you're staying warm. Either way, I just appreciate you spending time with me here today. This year has been a crazy one, for sure. And the first thing that comes to mind is back in February, I had just spoken at an event in San Diego called Social Media Marketing World. And that was kind of right around the time things were starting to happen with the pandemic. In fact, there were multiple signs all around the San Diego Convention Center that were saying things like, don't shake hands, fist bumps and elbow bumps only, and those sorts of things. And it was just very odd, right? And I remember speaking, coming back, and then all of a sudden, the lockdown and the crisis and having to stay at home and it affecting 
first of all, personal life at home with the kids having to stay home and that changes the schedule, obviously. And in fact, we were mid-launch for a course in the middle of all this when messages started coming across and people started to panic. And of course, mid-launch, we had plans for selling, we had plans for marketing, and my team and I, we got together, we pulled back on a lot of that stuff because it just, we wanted to be aware of the tone we were setting and the timing of it. And so we pulled back, we continued forward with that launch. It was for, I I believe my podcasting course, but we took a lot of the marketing messaging away and a lot of the hard hitting emails. And we just were like, you know what? We're still gonna move forward with this, but we'll send you one more email on the last day and that's it. And we know times are crazy right now. We're kind of not really knowing what's gonna happen. And so if you need to hold your money just in case, like please don't feel like you're gonna lose out on this opportunity. You can always email us later to get the discount or the bonus. And people really appreciated that. I think although our numbers were far less than any launch we had done previously, it still made sense to do that. And I remember specifically going to the grocery store with my family and Trader Joe's, in fact, it was packed and nothing was on the shelves. It was it was just massive panic. And you might remember times back earlier in the year when you were experiencing sort of just like, are we in a movie right now? This really felt like it was in a movie. And here we were and driving and just glued to the TV and just seeing the numbers climb. And of course, a lot of politics getting involved, a lot of people getting worried. And all we could do was just sit back and wait. Now, one thing that really helped me through these trying times early on was, and I wanna give a shout out and thank you to Michael Hyatt. He reminded me, Michael Hyatt is a leader of leaders, one of my virtual mentors and a good friend of mine as well. He started to speak up a lot about this idea of possibilities. Although times are tough, what does this make possible for us? The fact that we're being locked in at home might mean we are able to spend more time with our families to start working on that project that we've always wanted to, right? Those kinds of things. And I really loved that frame of mind. So Michael, thank you for that because that definitely made me think a little bit about what we could do as a family to spend more time together. Even though we weren't able to travel, we had some plans that were canceled. We were supposed to go to Australia to go to a wedding and then my son and daughter were gonna be in that wedding, ring bearer and and flower girl. I was gonna emcee it. I mean, just everything got thrown out the window. But the best thing that happened was we were able to kind of spend more time together. We learned to have reading more a part of our day. We played a lot more board games together and just literally spent more time together. And although the school situation was a little bit crazy, and of course, we all thought we were gonna get back in time before the summer ended, and of course, that didn't happen, it just really made us realize that, you know what, no matter what, we're always gonna be here together. And although we're not able to see friends, although we're not able to travel, we'll at least have each other. So let's make the best of it, right? Let's make the best of it. And I'm very grateful for that. One thing that did happen a little bit later in the year, just to fast forward and and thinking back, it was definitely a blessing to have the pandemic happen in this regard. We lost our dog, Gizmo. You may have heard the name Gizmo before. We've had him for 12 years. This particular breed lives you know, to about 12 years. And so we lost him, but it was a blessing that we got to spend all of our time with him, of course, because again, we weren't traveling. We were at home all the time. And we were grateful that as a family, we could spend his last days together with him. And it wasn't a traumatic thing. It was, it was you know, he was at the end of it, but it was very sad and, and we grieved for quite a while, especially my kids were quite upset about it. And, and I was as well. But again, I'm very thankful that we had time to spend together as a family as a result of the pandemic. It's definitely helped me understand a little bit more about what's important and slowing down a little bit, which is what I'm gonna end this conversation about. 
here at the end of the half hour. But I, I do wanna talk about possibilities again because one thing that my team and I talked about was that, well, okay, now now that you know launching courses like we normally do is a little bit different now, the marketing and the messaging has to be tone, it, like toned properly, can't be tone deaf to the situation. We gotta come up with some other interesting solutions and perhaps bring things forward that we know would be helpful for our audience, for you, that maybe we're in the books for 2021 or even 2022, if it made sense. And one of those things, this is the sort of second component here that I wanna talk about today, is a membership community that in fact was in our pipeline for beginning 2021. But we pulled that forward because one thing that I noticed that people were craving was just connection and community, especially when it came to career and online-based related things. And so we pulled forward a project and put all of our effort into it. In fact, we even hired to build this out even faster. And I gotta give a big shout out to the entire team at Team SPI for helping to put SPI Pro together, in fact, very quickly. And SPI Pro launched in mid-2020, in July, with a group of about 500 people, and it still continues to grow. And it's become an amazing place for entrepreneurs to come who have businesses, who need that connection, who need that ability to find people like them, which is, of course, very difficult to do nowadays now that we can't travel. And Facebook groups are not really the best thing in the world. So... SPI Pro, in case you wanna check it out, you can check it out and potentially apply at smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. But this was just one of those instances where you know we pulled forward some things, we moved some things around. You're gonna have plans as an entrepreneur, but plans are just plans. The execution is never gonna go according to plan. But execution, a part of that is adaptation and adjusting and pivoting when the time is right. Now, we didn't just go, okay, new project, let's go, let's drop everything else, but we did have a lot of conversations. In fact, I had a lot, a lot of conversations with people about what their needs were at the time, what they might need help with, what a community might look like in, in their successful world, and we built, hopefully, something that is very valuable for those who are in there, and we'd love to welcome you in there, too. We let new members in every quarter, and so, again, you can apply. It's not for everybody. That was one thing that we learned that was really, really successful was that we didn't open it up for everybody, not just the beta control group either. I'm just talking about in general. We have very specific rules about who it's for and who it's not for. And this is just one of those things that you learn over time that the more specific you can get about a product that you have or an offering and who it's for and who it's not for, the more likely it is that it's going to bring the right people in and leave the right people out. Now, we're not leaving people out, but the SPI Pro community is definitely the for those who have existing businesses, who are serious about it, who are committed to it, and for those who are just starting out, who maybe just started their website or don't have an email list, they're not able to get in yet. And of course, one of the things that we really made sure to do is just not have people feel left out, but even if they weren't able to come in, we still have resources for them. And that's that's something that I really loved. And I gotta give a big shout out to Mindy and other members of my team who really cared for those who were rejected from SPI Pro and were able to provide resources to those even in just the automations after a person applies and then they get denied. We still offer resources because we're, we're here to serve. We just found that there was a hole in this space and people wanted to connect more in a community like this. And a big shout out also to circle.so in fact, I've loved this product so much. This is a membership-based software for you to build your community on separate from and outside of Facebook, for example, and a competitor to Mighty Networks. And you might remember we interviewed Gina at the beginning of the year 
one of the founders of Mighty Networks, which is another community-based membership type platform. And we found Circle mid-year and we absolutely fell in love with it. It just does exactly what we needed to do. It's very intuitive, which we really loved. And although Mighty Networks is great too, and I highly recommend you check them out, we've just fallen in love with Circle so much that Matt, my COO and CFO and I, we became advisors to the company and Circle has been a really great solution for us. And a lot of members of SPI Pro are in fact creating their own membership sites now, which is really cool using Circle. And if you wanted to check that out, you can go to smartpassiveincome.com slash circle to see what that's all about and how you might be able to manage your own community. But it's been truly amazing to have a space to be able to come together and to also allow for members of Team SPI to step up and take ownership into certain parts of the community. We have Karen, for example, who's taking ownership of the book club in there. We have Jillian, who's been hired recently to come on and just manage member experience within there. I'm taking control of a lot of things in there as well, plus the challenges, and the challenges have been fantastic. And it's not about the content, though. We ran a survey before bringing people in saying, what do you need this community for? And content was the last thing on their list. It was about connection, networking, and uh, the ability to just be there with each other, which again, SPI Pro solves for, which is, which is really cool. Now, when the pandemic started, I wanna move into our third topic, if you will, or, or, or subject matter here. When the pandemic started, I went live on YouTube and YouTube was just a really easy place for me to go live. I use a tool called Ecamm Live. Big shout out to them. I've just fallen in love with that tool as well. And they've been really helpful for me to get the things that I need to get to do what I wanna do with the live stream because this thing that I thought I was gonna do for just one day, literally got onto YouTube for one day, just wanted to connect with my subscribers there and go, hey guys, what might you need help with? What can I answer some questions about? And one day turned into two days, two days turned into an entire week, one week turned into an entire month straight of going live. And today at the day of this recording, we're early November right now, and of course we're close to the end of the year. So we're in fact approaching episode 300, if not, we're already past that. And that's days in a row. I've gone live for about 300 days straight on YouTube. And about two weeks in, I knew. I knew that I was gonna go for a very long time. Didn't know I was gonna go for a year long. But you know, when you get to 100, you're like, okay, let's see how far we can go. When you get to 180, you're like, let's go to 200. Okay, we're at 200, let's let's get to 300. Oh, we're so close to a year, let's get to a full year. It'll be a full year in March. But I hope you check it out because it's been a, it's been a fantastic experience, in fact, to go live every morning typically 9 a.m. Pacific on YouTube. If you wanna check out the YouTube channel and subscribe and check out the show, you can go to youtube.com slash Pat Flynn. And the direct link to the show every morning is in fact patflynn.com slash The Income Stream. Because about two weeks in, I knew this was gonna be big and I decided to build a brand around it. So my YouTube channel, although it's still Pat Flynn behind the channel, I have a morning show. And you might not know that, but I'd love for you to check it out. The community there has just been amazing. I'll talk about everybody there in just a minute. But I was able to get a theme song created. I had some logos done and it's just became a whole show. Here's a sample from the Income Stream theme song. This is the Income Stream to help you achieve your dream. Oh, while we keep it clean, this is the Income Stream. It's the kind of show where you can come and go, but then you leave inspired with no fee required. The Income Stream with Pat Flynn. All right, I just had to stop there. <laughs> it's just been pretty crazy because 
it's one of those things where you just like, you go live, you show up, you don't really know what's gonna happen, and then all of a sudden it becomes a real thing. And I think that this is just a big lesson in entrepreneurship in general is that when you go to show up for people, even though you might not know exactly how to do it, and you just show up, things start to happen, the community starts to form, and it didn't take long until I started to notice that a lot of the people who were there started showing up every single day, from Samson to Martin and Grandma Goody and Sue and Gift Biz Unwrapped and so many other people who are there. Like I know them by name now because I see them every single morning. But they started showing up, and they started really enjoying the show and making it a part of their routine. And not only are they connecting with me more and I'm able to connect with them, but just like I talk about in my book, Superfans, they're able to connect with each other. And friendships have been created, partnerships have been formed. They've even created their own Slack channel where they go and hang out with each other after the income stream to chat a little bit more and support each other. Rap in Combat, another member there. And just, I, there's so many, I, there's way too many to mention. If you are a part of the income stream and the corn team, as I call them, uh, thank you so much because honestly, it's just been amazing to get up every morning and go live and know that you're there for me. And hopefully you could see that I'm gonna be there for you too. And I'd love for you, the podcast listener, you listening right now. If you haven't checked it out, youtube.com slash Pat Flynn. I'm still going live every morning. Now, the question a lot of people are asking me is what's gonna happen after 365 days? Well, I don't know because I don't know what's gonna happen with the crisis and where we're gonna be at. And of course, I might have some new projects or hey, 365 is pretty close to 400 and 400 is close to 500. <laughs> you know, I don't really know. I don't really know. It's not gonna be a forever kind of thing, but I'm definitely gonna continue to go live. We built an incredible member base there and I just, I thank you so much. It's been really fun. It's also given me a great excuse to wake up earlier and to provide value and know that I can at least support somebody to start the day and I, I highly recommend you check it out. Again, that's the income stream on YouTube, youtube.com slash Pat Now, home life, to change gears a little bit, has definitely changed. Obviously, stuck at home, with the kids, which is great. I'm hearing myself say that. It doesn't. It sounds like a bad thing, but no, this is great. In fact, the kids are thriving in their virtual learning environment. Of course, it's been tough to not go out, and you know, we live close to the beach, and just we want to remain safe. And there's a lot of people in San Diego or all over who have just still gone out anyways. Of course, we wear our masks and, and whatnot, but we've been home most of the time. I would say 99% of the time we've remained home. We have been cooking dinner more, which is really nice. We've been reading more, doing a lot of more family activities together more. One thing that came out of the pandemic with relation to home life is that I've become a gardener. Yeah, somebody who used to just essentially kill succulents is now growing tomatoes and lettuce and eggplant and other kinds of crops in the backyard. I do wanna give a big shout out to Epic Gardening, which is a YouTube channel that I discovered. In fact, it was Ben Sullins from Teslanomics who introduced me to Kevin over at Epic Gardening and I highly recommend if you're into gardening at all, Kevin is amazing, Epic Gardening on YouTube. And he and I have connected, He's we've become friends. He is of Filipino descent like myself and a fellow San Diegan and just a lot of the same values, a lot of the same vibes, super humble, just in it to serve people. And he's his YouTube channel is almost a million people though. And he's got some really great videos. I binge watched his stuff for three weeks straight, like literally four or five videos a day. And then I built some raised bed gardens in the backyard following the square foot gardening method, which is a lot of what Kevin teaches. And not only am I growing things now, but the kids are getting involved. In fact, they each have their own raised bed garden in the backyard. 
and they, they each got to select the crops that they wanted to grow. They each got to tend to their garden and they both have been incredible gardeners now. Kaoni more successful on the green beans front and Kai definitely more successful on the tomatoes and Brussels sprouts front. But the cool thing is, and this is like a little trick if you're a parent, it's like if you can get your kids to grow their own food, like they're more likely to eat them. So my kids have, as a result, been eating more greens, which has been really cool. It's been really neat. It's been really neat. So big shout out and thank you to Kevin from Epic Gardening and Ben for that introduction. It's, it's just been super cool. Another thing that has happened with this additional time that we have, and of course, I haven't been traveling either, and, and, and I'm going to talk about that to finish up here today, but I've gotten back into collecting Pokemon cards, and it's been really interesting. You know, Pokemon cards might sound like, oh, that's like for 10-year-olds. Well, you know, in fact, many of the people that are now into Pokemon cards are in it for the investments. Here at the end of 2020, there's just been a massive uptick in the marketplace and cards are getting very, very expensive now. A lot of my older cards that I invested in a couple years ago, for example, I purchased some Japanese promo cards of Pikachu in a Mario and Luigi outfit. These were just promo cards, not part of an actual set. And I like just got them because I thought they looked cool. I bought all four of them for I think $800 total just to have it, like I love them and I thought they were cool. I'm a big Mario fan and Pokemon fan, so hey, this is a perfect marriage of cards here. Well, I just checked recently on eBay, the set of four were recently sold for $6,000. And I'm like, what? And now I'm like watching PokerRev and some other YouTube channels, Leonhardt and, and some other, like people my age going crazy over opening Pokemon cards and it's just insane. But it's just been really fun and it's been another activity to do with the kids and that's been really cool. Speaking of activities with kids, we have been continuing to do live streaming as a family. We have a Twitch channel where three days a week we stream for an hour and a half to two hours and we play video games together. And the cool thing about that is it's a cool way to bond but it's also a cool way to parent. You know, there's a lot of lessons I feel in video games and they don't play games any other time unless we're streaming. So it's cool because I can be there, I can manage it. It's a reward for them if they do their chores. They've been continuing to rock their chores and get a commission for the chores that they do, even though things are a little bit weird now. If you wanna check us out, you can actually go to twitch.tv slash hot coals only. We've grown a little bit of a following there as well. I think we've had a lot of people come in because it is family-friendly content. It is fun in games. We're playing games like Among Us and Fortnite and Minecraft. And it's cool because there's always lessons to be learned. I always try to take the opportunity when there's either something that goes well or something that doesn't go well for one of the kids. I, I kind of use that as a teaching experience, which is really neat. And, and it's been a lot of fun for sure. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Another thing that's been a lot of fun is to continue to, at home, speak a little bit more. Now, I'm not traveling anymore. All the conferences that I was meant to speak at were either canceled or I canceled just because I felt safer and my family felt safer in that regard. And I've been doing a lot more virtual keynotes here at home. Now, a cool, fun byproduct of going live every day and geeking out on all the tech from using my 4K cameras to stream, multiple camera angles to my Elgato Stream Deck, which is a little array of buttons next to me. It's a piece of hardware, but I can push these buttons and change these camera angles on the fly. I've been doing that and practicing essentially every day for the last 300 days. 
Well, a lot of that carries over and bleeds into my live presentations on Zoom. So when I go to Zoom to do presentations, I've done some presentations for Mindshare with JJ Virgin. I had spoken at Vid Summit, which was really cool. And by the way, I got super stoked speaking at Vid Summit again this year virtually. And part of that came with a picture that came across later of Mr. Beast holding my book, Superfans which just sounds kind of random. I don't know if you know who Mr. Beast is, but he's a YouTube star with about 50 million subscribers. He and Daryl, the founder of VidSummit, have a relationship together. And I think Mr. Beast does own a part of the VidSummit name or, or has come on to partner and, and support. And there was a picture of Daryl because they were giving away some of my books. And Mr. Beast was holding Superfans, which was pretty amazing. Superfans has continued to grow this year, which is cool. Will It Fly has taken off. A lot of people this year having gotten laid off or wanting to start something new, my book Will It Fly, which became a bestseller on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list in 2016, has seen an uptick. And I think my story has seen an uptick as well. I've had a lot of opportunities to, thanks to Brittany Lynn, who you may have heard on the show earlier this year, a person who is representing me as my PR agent. I've been on news channels all over the world and have spoken about my story having gotten laid off in 2008, now working from home. Also, I've spoken about working home with kids in the house, things like that. It's just been, you know, it's been a crazy year. A lot of things had to be canceled, but a lot of new things opened up too. And this idea of, of speaking virtually and using the funky camera setups with the multiple camera angles and like the good lighting and all that stuff, like people have really enjoyed the talks, especially because most people are used to seeing just the one camera Zoom call. I'm always trying to step it forward. I'm, I'm always trying to create something different and get people to remember what I do, whether it's in person, on stage, or virtually. So I just, again, to go back to Michael Hyatt's point, like, what does this make possible? Okay, I'm gonna spend time learning how to go live and not just like go live like everybody else, but I wanna learn how to do it better. I wanna go further. And I've been sharing a lot of this stuff. In fact, if you wanna check out my live streaming setup, if you go to patflynn.com slash live dash setup, and of course, all these links will be in the show notes page, you'll get to see a lot of the equipment that I use. I have what I use, plus some budget versions as well. But honestly, to go back to home life really quick before finishing up, it has been nice. It has been nice to not have to travel. You know, when you travel to speak, it's not just the day that you're on stage. It's the days leading up to it to prepare. It's the day to travel there. It's the day back, plus the multiple days of recovery and the strain that that provides to the rest of the family when, when you're out because you can't support. It's actually been really, really nice. And the cool thing is, I'm slowing down now. Now, that might sound kind of interesting because I definitely have more plans and things that I'm launching in 2021. In fact, Matt and I both have some big things that we're launching. But in order to speed up in certain areas, you kind of have to slow down in others. And the one thing I've realized since not having spoken on stage the entire year after February at Social Media Marketing World is that although I miss it, I don't need it anymore. And it doesn't mean I'm never gonna speak on stage again. It just means that I don't have to say yes to every opportunity anymore like I once used to. Now, when I first started business back in 2010 or 2008 and then later speaking on stage starting in 2011, I definitely wanted to say yes to all those opportunities because I wanted to get on more stages, build more authority. I was growing my brand. I wanted those connections. I wanted to build relationships with the audiences that were there in the hallways, in the green room with the other speakers and make connections there too. And that was extremely helpful. But then I got on this sort of autopilot mode where I was just saying yes to all these things and it was just kind of what I did every year. I'd go speak to different people all around the world, 
10, 11 stages, you know, once, twice a month sometimes. And it was a lot for sure, but it was worth it. But the pandemic has allowed me and my family to slow down and go, you know what, what, what really matters here? What is still required that we are doing and what is not required anymore? And the one thing that I know I'm gonna slow, slow down on is the travel for conferences to speak. Now, I'm still gonna hold FlynnCon at least one more time because FlynnCon was, of course, canceled. And man, that was, a, that was a battle in terms of the deposit that was there and the, how much money we owed, even though it, we couldn't put on the event and you know all this stuff. Now, we have extended the contract for 2021, but I, even at this point in time, I don't know what's gonna happen next year. We might have to go 2022. Everybody who had purchased their ticket earlier has a free ticket to the next one, plus I gave them a little bit of something extra. Again, another pivot, another sort of just adaptability situation, but I'm excited to slow down in that regard so that I can stay home more with the family. You know, the kids are getting bigger, they're getting older, but more than that, I just found out that, you know, it's not a must have anymore. And the ones, the conferences that I do go speak at, you know, they're gonna be that much more valuable when I do go. And I'm gonna have much more, you know, consciousness when I'm there. I think, again, I was just on autopilot. And now when I go and and I do speak, I'm gonna be incredibly grateful. I'm gonna be incredibly conscious about who I'm with and and also the sacrifices that, you know, April and the kids make when I'm not there at home. And yeah, it just, it feels like a weight off my shoulder, to be honest. It's, it's, it's been really nice. So I want you to reflect on perhaps now that we have slowed down a bit this year, what have you decided to let go of that maybe you were doing before that you don't need to do anymore? And what does that open up for you? To tie back Michael Hyatt, what does this make possible? And I think there's a lot of things that Matt and I on the team have planned and, and the rest of the team members have planned, not just for SPI Pro and growing that and making that experience better. And again, I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't already. Maybe it's a Christmas gift to yourself to apply and we'll see. But smartpassiveincome.com slash pro to check out SPI Pro. We're definitely putting a lot of effort into making that community even bigger and better next year for sure. But we have some other plans too up our sleeve and, and I can't wait to share those with you in 2021. But can't really reveal anything right now, but I'm really excited because I know that I am opening up space by saying no to other things too. So I hope that the pandemic, although tough, and I, I hope that you are safe, I hope that your family's safe, I hope that if you were affected in some way, shape, or form by the pandemic, that that things are okay or getting better now at least, and, and, and if something had indeed happened as a result of it that, you know, was tough. I, I I know that you know these these kinds of times make us stronger, and that you have a community of people here at SPI, from Team SPI to the to the Corn team over on the Income Stream on YouTube to the other fellow listeners here to your fellow pro members, just the entire community here. We 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 share the same struggles, we share the same values, and and we're we're here to support each other. So. You know, I truly hope that all is well, and I cannot wait till we get to 2021. A lot of news, N-E-W-S, <laughs> I guess news makes sense, but a lot of new things coming is what I was going for. And I cannot wait to experience those new things with you and to hear from you as well. And I cannot wait to share more success stories here on the show in 2021 too. That's one thing that is definitely a change on the content side of things for us is we're gonna start to showcase a lot of your stories more, a lot of success stories from community members because you are truly the hero of the story. We're just the guide, but you are the hero and we wanna pull in these hero stories and help inspire others to have their own hero story come about as well. So, hey, we've been going through some tough times, tough challenges, but we're in this together. 
I appreciate you, Team Flynn, for being here and Team SPI for supporting me along the way. And I cannot wait to move forward with you into 2021. Next week, we're gonna be talking about the best of 2020 in terms of the podcast. So we're gonna do some recaps you'll be able to listen to in case you missed any of those episodes or you get to hear back some of your favorites. So if you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button so you can get access to that episode and more coming in 2021. Man, the lineup is amazing. We have some amazing entrepreneurs and people who are right in the middle of their journey too, who are going to come up and share with you what they've experienced and big lessons moving forward. More solo episodes coming, a lot of other big name celebrities coming on the show, a lot of people from the community. It's going to be amazing. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Thank you so much. And of course, happy holidays to all of you. And I cannot wait to continue to serve you into the future. So thank you. Take care and uh, appreciate all the reviews this year. This year's been tough, but very incredible at the same time. Cheers, take care, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.